Can the Cincinnati Bengals defense carry the momentum from the playoffs into the 2022 regular season? Let's talk about it. What it do, Hootay Nation? It's your boy, J.E. with the 513 and the Cincinnati Podcast. Happy 4th of July to everybody out there. We hope you all are having an amazing day and enjoying the time with the family. Wanted to tap in to talk about your Bengals today, right? The Bengals defense last season finished in a, on a historical run in the playoffs. And equally, in my opinion, they played a pivotal role in that Super Bowl run, Right. Uh, when you talk about the things that they did last season in the playoffs, it was huge and it can't be overlooked. The Raiders averaged 21.8 points per game before playing the Bengals in that playoffs. Uh, and the Bengals held them to 19 points. The Titans, they averaged 24 points a game. The Bengals held them to 16 points. The Chiefs, they averaged 29 points a game. The Bengals held them to 24 points. Uh, and on top of that, the defense forced nine turnovers in the playoffs, which, I mean, that's an astronomical number. Uh, they even won the turnover battle in the Super Bowl, right, which is probably why they should have won that game, but not going to backtrack here. But the Bengals forced nine turnovers and then played their best in the playoffs. Can they replicate this going into the 2022 regular season? and continue to be a great defense, a dominant defense, and end up in the top 10 by the end of the season, um, I don't think it's something that would be far-fetched. When you look at this team and you look at what they have to do to continue to be great and continue to force turnovers, um, everything right now for the defense is lined up, right? Every projected starter on that team is under the age of 30, which to a lot of people, they may not look at that and, and think, you know, that's a big deal, but when you look at this roster, this defensive roster, there's not many holes in the defensive uh, on the defensive roster, and you have veterans in place while still having youth, right? So guys like Bomb Bell, DJ Reader, um, Eli Apple, Mike Hilton, Cheetah Bay Wuzier, Trey Hendrickson, um, those guys, those veterans that have been in the league for really you know a, a decent amount of time. And on their second-year contracts, um, they're still young, right? And they have a lot of youth. And with that, that means, hey, hopefully you hit their prime window where they were playing at their best. Uh, But also at the same time, hey, they're young. They can still move and make the plays that need to be made. They're not not old enough or veteran, um, you know, veterans to where they can't make the play or they were has-beens. They actually are still in that window where they have that prime still ability to make plays and still bring that veteran leadership to the team. So I I think that's huge having a team that is full of veterans um, that play deep. That's on, that's on the defensive side that understand the game, have been around the game for quite some time, played in the league, but still young enough to make those plays and have an impact. That's huge. And that's something that nobody is talking about, right? We look at these guys that we have DJ reader, one of the best defensive tackles really in the, in the NFL, he's young. He's young, but one of the best defensive tackles in the league that nobody's talking about. And um, it's very, you know, it's unique 
for this Bengals defense to be where it is because the offense for the Bengals, we expect them to be a juggernaut. So much so that nobody is talking about the defense. Really, nobody is talking about it. And if they are talking about it, they're saying, hey, they're going to take a step back because the Bengals have Eli Apple, which the hate for Eli Apple is um, probably a little bit brought on itself, but also as well, too, maybe a little bit uh, fabricated because Eli Apple played well last season when he came into the when he came in. I think he played the last seven or eight games in that stretch. He played very well uh, in the best he has in his career. So maybe Eli Apple has found a niche in this defense. So that'll be interesting to watch as well, too. So Eli Apple um, definitely played his, his best his best uh, year last year for the Bengals. And I'm looking forward to seeing what he does this coming season, because I think he could even be a special part of this team. And he has Cam Taylor Britt behind him. That's going to push him. Right. And anytime you got competition, a lot of times you play your best game when you got competition and you're fighting for your roster spot or fighting for your starting spot. So you might see Apple play well again. I wouldn't be surprised if I if I saw that. But one of the big reasons that I think this defense, you know, coming into next year, they can replicate the success they had in the playoffs is because of the chemistry they already have. Right. I mentioned all those guys, Trey Hendrickson, um, DJ Reader, Logan Wilson, Jermaine Pratt. Um, Cheetah Bay Ouzier, Mike Hilton, Eli Apple, Trey Flowers, uh, even Jesse Bates, Von Bell. I mean, all these guys are coming back, man. This defense is as solid as a defense as you can see or you can find across the league. And when the games matter most, this defense got the job done. They force turnovers. They have the chemistry. They're all on the same page. They know, you know, they know where their help is. They want to play for one another. They support one another. When the Jesse Bates contract is coming up right now, everybody's saying, hey, pay Jesse Bates on the team. This team has chemistry. This team has things that you can't fabricate and you can't write down or see on paper because chemistry on a defense is more important than having superstar players. And the reason why I say that is because when you look at the Bengals defense, Maybe to a lot of folks, they don't have superstars like a T.J. Watt, even though I'd argue that, you know, Trey Hendrickson is a superstar, even though people may not proclaim him one. Um, The Bengals have chemistry and they have a unit that wants to play for one another and they have very talented players. Uh, And when you play and you have talented players, maybe no super superstars, but they're talented. They play together. You can get a lot more done with a team of talented players that play on the same page and have chemistry than having a defense that has one superstar that, that doesn't have chemistry with the, with the defense. So um, I think this defense, you know, with that chemistry, they could be very, very good. And then you talk about injecting the the rookies like Daxton Hill into the fray, um, Cam Taylor, Britt, uh, Zachary Carter, which I'm, I'm not too keen on Zachary Carter. I've heard a lot of mixed reviews on him, but, I think it'll be interesting to see how he plays. I think the jury's still out on him. I think anytime you're talking about introducing a young player to the team and giving them a specific role, they should be able to have success, right? Especially from the D tackle pass rushing position. So Zachary Carter, um, Cam Taylor Britt, Daxton Hill, those are guys that I expect to really see play. Uh, even Tyson Anderson, right? A guy that I think that could play a lot for the Bengals and, and have an impact. 
I don't think a lot of these players are going to be asked to come in and be starters. Uh, initially, I thought Daxton Hill was a guy that could be a starter out the gate. But seeing that footage of Jesse Bates and, and uh, Joe Burrow out in Las Vegas at the fight tells me that Jesse Bates is going to be at camp. He's going to play this year in the franchise tag. Um, and I just, you know, if Jesse Bates returns, I think Daxton Hill will still play. But to what extent, I'm not exactly sure. But uh, it's a win-win for Dax. Either way, he can learn from Jesse Bates and, you know, soak up all he can from him and uh, hopefully eventually become a starter, become a, the starter the starter for our team and become a good one at that because he got a chance to sit behind one of the best, which is in Jesse Bates. So um, that's, you know, that's that's something to look forward to there as far as for, for Dax and uh, for Cam Taylor-Britt. He, you know, he's, he's fighting for the boundary corner spot with Eli Apple, but wouldn't expect him to start. But once again, Cam Taylor Britt is very athletic. Uh, he has the ability to be a starter in this league, and uh, he can, he's going to push Eli Apple for that spot. And uh, he's going to be great depth for this team. And eventually, he will be a starter. Um, Zachary Carter, we talked about him a little bit, and then Tyson Anderson. Which, when I watched Tyson Anderson's tape, which it wasn't much out there, you had to actually watch a full game, uh, like you know Toledo versus Eastern Michigan, something like that. He has a lot of versatility as well, too, right? And, and he reminds me almost of a Daxton Hill uh, when I watch them play. So, I mean, I think he's a guy who has a lot of versatility. He can also be uh, some youth that injects into this team. Um, and that's, a you know, those are the rookies. And when we talked about the youth of the team all around, right? Like I said, no projected starter on this team is over the age of 30. That's huge, Right. Uh, it might even be under 28 because <laughs> I think Trey Hendrickson is 27, which I think may be the oldest person uh, on the defense right now. So, yeah, I mean, this team is in prime position. This defense in prime position to come back, replicate what they did in the playoffs, have an emphasis on getting the ball back for the offense and forcing turnovers. Because if you, you know, nine times out of 10, when you win the turnover battle, you win the game. And people will say that the Bengals lucked up by getting those turnovers, which when you're talking fumbles and when the ball bounces, sometimes you do, the ball does have to bounce your way, but you have to have an awareness to go get the football to force turnovers. Turnovers don't just happen. Um, I can't tell you how many sporting events or games I've been a part of where, you know, you really have to like overemphasize it. Like, Hey, go get the ball, break at the ball when you make the tackle. Punch the ball out. Like, it's an emphasis that you have to put on it to, to get the play. And then interceptions, you know, that, that goes for itself. You're taking the ball away, literally. So um, I think that, you know, with the rookies and the youth and the awareness to get the ball, this team can definitely replicate what they did last year. And I think a big part of why I think they will replicate it uh, is because I think the defense got better, right? I think they got better. No, we didn't lose anyone, but we added versatility pieces, right? Tyson Anderson, Daxton Hill, Cam Taylor-Britt. These are three. Even Zachary Carter, he has versatility as well, too. These are players that are extremely versatile, um, that can play multiple positions, uh, that allow you as a defensive coordinator to throw a lot of wrinkles at your opponents, throw some changes in there that might confuse them, uh, different looks that they may not have seen. Uh, because as we know, right, he, um, Lou Anarumo was not afraid to mix it up, to throw different coverages, to throw things that you haven't seen before out at other teams. So 
I think the Bengals' versatility is going to be a weapon this coming season. I don't. I think that really this team can replicate what they did last season, and I think that it's going to start with the veteran leadership. It's going to be a product of the youth of the veterans and the the talent of the rookies. And then last but not least, I believe that, you know, the um, I believe that the versatility of this defense is what's going to make it so dangerous in the 2022 season. I wouldn't be surprised if this defense finishes top 10 in the NFL um, because I, I think they're just that talented. And last year you saw if this defense is playing on all cylinders, forcing turnovers, uh, getting stops, it's going to be hard to beat this team. If this defense, like, because last season in the regular season, they show flashes of being great. Uh, they show flashes of having a good defense, but it wasn't consistent, right? Now, in the playoffs, they play lights out. And if they can take that playoff and harness that energy, and take it into the 2022 regular season and then carry it into the playoffs, which they've all been in the playoffs. That I'm telling you, the experience that this team has going into next year is out. Like no one's talking about it because people are talking about, hey, what's going to be the fall off? What's going to be the uh, regression for this team? But really, when you look at this team, they have a ton of experience. And last season, they were talking about this team doesn't have any experience. Right. That was like the that was the reason why the Bengals couldn't go to the Super Bowls because we didn't have experience this past season. And now we have experience and they're talking about regression. So pay attention to the, to the things that the media is saying, but don't lock in on it because a lot of it is for clickbait and uh, to create a conversation. But the reality is this defense has a lot of chemistry, versatility, youth, uh, and talented rookies. And they're really lined up with uh, experience, veteran experience and experience in a playoff run and a Super Bowl to go back and do it again. So very impressive team. Wouldn't be surprised if this defense finishes top 10. And I think there is reason to believe, maybe not nine turnovers in the first four weeks, but this defense can force turnovers next season in the 2022 coming season and carry that momentum that they have from the playoffs into the regular into the regular season so we appreciate you all for watching it's always who day have a happy fourth of july and we'll catch you next week